Welcome back to the Long Acres Finance Channel, where the focus is on dividend growth investing. September was a rough month for most dividend stocks, but today we start a new month, and it's time once again to take a look at the best high-yield dividend stocks based on business quality and valuation. My top 10 selections for the month of October offer an average starting dividend yield of 4.13%. Collectively, these 10 dividend stocks look about 45% undervalued, based on dividend yield theory. And I think you'll find some interesting new additions to the list this month. Before we jump in and take a look at the watches, let me preface this information with a small disclaimer. This watchlist is a result of an automated screening process I run each month to find attractive high-yield investing ideas. It isn't meant to be used as an indicator of which stocks to buy, but merely as a list of ideas for further research. The screening process is designed to find quality companies, measure their valuations, and aggregate the results to just the top opportunities. However, it is possible that some or several of these stocks may not make good investments which is why you need to perform your own qualitative research and make that decision for yourself. Let's kick things off with the October watches, and afterwards I'll talk about how I use this watch list, the results for September, the long-term performance, and finally the buy and hold portfolios. First up this month we have Tiro Price Group with a 4.47% dividend yield. Based on dividend yield theory, the stock appears to be about 45% undervalued, because during the past 5 years it offered an average dividend yield of just 2.46%. Tiro has a good payout ratio of about 45% that indicates the dividend is rather safe. The 5-year dividend growth rate has been strong at nearly 15%. Historically, revenues and earnings have grown at solid double-digit rates. My return assumption for Tiro over the next 5 years is about 25% per year. A significant portion of this return is tied to the current potential undervaluation, with the remainder being the current dividend yield and the estimated earnings growth for the company. This is just a return assumption. I don't actually expect Tiro to hit this rate of return. What I use this assumption for is to select the top 10 stocks each month. I look for companies with a forecast of at least 12%. That is my personal goal for a long-term rate of return. And I like to seek out companies with a return assumption that meet or exceed this goal. Tiro ranked very well for quality this month, scoring a 9 out of 10. This rating is relative to the other 44 stocks that passed the initial screening process this month. Therefore, you can't really compare it to last month's rating or the high-growth watches I track. In fact, Tiro typically makes the cut for both watches and it has a different quality score on each, given that both watchlists are unique and test different companies. In terms of valuation, Tiro ranked number 8 this month, which means 7 other high-yield stocks are potentially more undervalued right now. However, the quality ranking of 1 and the value ranking of 8 give Tiro the lowest combined score this month of 9. The stock lost 11.57% in September, performing worse than the watchlist and the two benchmarks I track, VYM and SPY. Since first appearing on this watchlist in February of 2022, the stock is down 29.91%, or an average loss of 4.35% per month. It's certainly been a rough year for the company, and considering a significant portion of Tiro's revenue is tied to its asset valuations, it's natural the stock continues to sink as the market continues to decline this year. There may be more downward pressure in the near future, but that will only make Tiro's dividend yield that much more attractive. The company is a long-term holding for me, and I will add at these levels, and patiently wait for the valuation to reverse back to the mean in the future. This episode is brought to you by Shopify. Whether you're selling a little or a lot, Shopify helps you do your thing, however you cha-ching. From the launch your online shop stage, all the way to the we just hit a million orders stage. No matter what stage you're in, Shopify's there to help you grow. Sign up for a $1 per month trial period at shopify.com slash special offer, all lowercase. That's shopify.com slash special offer. Number 2 this month is Best Buy, with a 5.41% dividend yield. Last month, Best Buy sported a 4.7% dividend yield. 
and today we get an opportunity for 71 additional basis points. Based on dividend yield theory, the stock appears to be about 56% undervalued, compared to its trailing dividend yield of 2.34%. Best Buy has a good payout ratio of about 42%, and a strong 5-year dividend growth rate of nearly 20%. Revenue growth has been modest, at 5.61% per year during the last 5 years, but earnings have grown very nicely, north of 20% per year. My return assumption for the stock is about 26% per year over the next 5 years. Best Buy has an average quality score of 5 out of 10, that places it as the 9th best company this month in terms of the quality rating. In terms of valuation, Best Buy ranks as the second most undervalued stock. This gives Best Buy a combined score of 11, and places them not too far behind Euro on the top 10 list. The stock fell 9.33% in September, performing better than the watches, but not better than VYM or SPY. Best Buy first appeared on this watches in January of this year, and thus far the stock is down 35.53% for an average monthly loss of 4.76%. I believe the business has good long-term prospects, and I've been building out my position on the weakness in the share price this year. In third place, we have Skyworks Solutions that is appearing on this watches for the very first time. The company currently has a dividend yield of 2.78%, just above my minimum threshold of 2.75%. Based on dividend yield theory, the stock appears to be about 48% undervalued, with a trailing dividend yield of just 1.43%. Skyworks has a low payout ratio of about 28%, and a strong 5-year dividend growth rate of 14.21%. Revenue and earnings history is solid, with an average growth rate close to 10% per year. My return assumption for the stock is about 22% per year for the next 5 years. Skyworks has a quality score of 7 out of 10 this month, placing it as the 5th best overall stock on the watches. In terms of value, the company ranks as the 6th most undervalued stock. The combined score for Skyworks is 11, the same as Best Buy score. I used the 5-year dividend growth rate as a tiebreaker, and that is why Skyworks had to concede 2nd place this month to Best Buy. The stock lost 13.48% in September, and since this is the first month on the high-yield watchlist, there is no return history to disclose right now. The stock has struggled this year with the share price falling more than the broad market. I believe this sharp decline is not justified, given the strong fundamentals for the company. Recently there has been some news of weakening demand for the new iPhones, that also impacted Skyworks' share price since a significant portion of its revenue is derived from Apple. I believe the company should offer ample growth in the future, and we won't see its dividend yield at these levels once this bear market flips. In 4th place this month we have Morgan Stanley, with a 3.88% dividend yield. Based on dividend yield theory, the stock appears to be about 42% undervalued, compared to its trailing dividend yield of 2.24%. Morgan Stanley has a good payout ratio of about 38%, and a strong 5-year dividend growth rate of 24.57%. Revenue and earnings growth has been strong, with both metrics sitting at double digits. My return assumption for the stock is about 15% per year for the next 5 years. Morgan Stanley has a quality score of 7 out of 10, and ranks second best on this watchlist. The tiebreaker for quality rankings is the 5-year dividend growth rate, and Morgan Stanley has the best rate of growth amongst the companies with a quality score of 7. In terms of valuation, the company ranks 10th on this watchlist. The combined score for Morgan Stanley is 12th, placing them 4th best overall on the watchlist. The stock fell 7.29% in September, and is down 15.07% since joining this watchlist in August of 2021. In 5th place this month we have Blackstone, with another record dividend yield of 6.9%. If the share price continues to decline this year, Blackstone may be the first ever stock on this watchlist to crack a 7% dividend yield. Based on dividend yield theory, the stock appears to be about 29% undervalued, with a trailing dividend yield of 4.9%. Blackstone has a higher payout ratio of about 83%, but a strong 5-year dividend growth rate of 16.55%. Fast revenue and earnings growth, at average rates of 30 plus percent, has allowed Blackstone to continue growing its dividend even with its elevated payout ratio. 
My return assumption for the stock is about 21% per year for the next 5 years. Blackstone ranks 4th best in terms of quality, with a score of 7 out of 10. In terms of value, it ranks 17th on the watchlist. The combined score for the company is 21, placing Blackstone pretty far behind the top 4 selections this month. The stock fell 10.9% in September, and is down 32.39% since first appearing on this watchlist in April of this year. In 6th place we have BlackRock with a 3.46% dividend yield. Based on dividend yield theory, it appears to be about 34% undervalued, with a trailing dividend yield of 2.29%. BlackRock has a good payout ratio of about 46%, and a strong 5-year dividend growth rate of 12.52%. Revenue and earnings have grown nicely, averaging about 9 and 15% per year, respectively. My return assumption for the stock is about 17% per year, over the next 5 years. BlackRock ranked 6th best in terms of quality this month, with a score of 7 out of 10. In terms of valuation, it ranked 15th on the watchlist. The combined score for the company is 21, the same as the score for Blackstone. The stock had a pretty bad September, losing 16.81%, and bringing the stock's total return to minus 10.61% since first joining this watchlist in May of this year. In 7th place this month we have FedEx with a 3.02% dividend yield. This is the first time FedEx is appearing on this watchlist, and it pops up here following its horrible earnings report last month. Dividend yield theory suggests the stock is about 56% undervalued, compared to its trailing dividend yield of 1.33%. FedEx has a very low payout ratio of about 28%, and a good 5-year dividend growth rate of 10.15%. Revenue has grown at 9.16% during the past 5 years, with earnings growing slightly slower at just 5.31% per year. My return assumption for the stock is about 25% per year for the next 5 years, with a significant portion of the return based on return fair value. FedEx ranked 18th overall in terms of quality this month, with a score of just 4 out of 10. In terms of value, it's 3rd best overall. The combined score for the company is 21, placing it in a three-way tie with Blackstone and BlackRock. The stock lost 29.19% in September, and I know its earnings call did mention more weakness on the horizon. I don't own any shares of the stock, but I do believe it deserves a closer look, especially following the sharp decline in September. In 8th place this month we have Paramount Global with a 5.07% dividend yield. The stock appears to be about 59% undervalued, compared to its trailing dividend yield of 2.07%. Paramount has a very low payout ratio of about 20%, and a decent 5-year dividend growth rate of 8.79%. Historically, revenue and earnings have grown nicely, at low to mid double-digit rates. My return assumption for the stock is about 15% per year, for the next 5 years, with a large portion of this return tied to its current valuation. Paramount ranks 20th overall in terms of quality, with a score of 4 out of 10. In terms of valuation, it is the most undervalued stock this month. The combined score for the company is 21, placing it in a 4-way tie with Blackstone, BlackRock, and FedEx. The stock fell 17.71% in September, and is down 29.51% since first appearing on this watchlist in November of 2020. In 9th place this month we have American Tower Group making its first appearance on the watchlist, and sporting a 2.75% dividend yield. Dividend yield theory tells us the stock is about 35% undervalued, compared to its trailing dividend yield of 1.78%. The company has a high payout ratio of about 91%, but given that it's a real estate investment trust, the ratio is exactly where it needs to be. The 5-year dividend growth rate is strong at 19.32%, and the company has a good history of revenue and earnings growth, with both averaging double-digit rates during the last 5 years. My return assumption for the stock is about 19% per year for the next 5 years. American Tower ranks 10th overall in terms of quality, with a score of 5 out of 10. It ranks 12th overall in terms of valuation, and has a combined score of 22. Given that American Tower Group is a REIT, I would place less emphasis on the valuation measure using dividend yield theory. The best way to value REITs is based on price to AFFO, and compare it to its trailing average. I'll leave that up to you if you decide to dig further into the stock.
And the final stock this month is Comcast with a 3.55% dividend yield. Dividend yield theory suggests the stock is about 47% undervalued, compared to its trailing dividend yield of 1.88%. Comcast has a low payout ratio of about 34%, and a good 5-year dividend growth rate of 12.7%. Revenue growth has been solid, averaging 7.59% per year, with earnings growing faster at a rate of 11.31% per year. My return assumption for the stock is about 23% per year for the next 5 years. Comcast ranked 15th overall in terms of quality with a score of 4 out of 10. It ranked 7th in terms of valuation this month, and it had a combined score of 22, placing it in a tie with American Tower Group, but losing in terms of 5-year dividend growth rate. Comcast first appeared on this watch list last month, and it got off to a poor start, losing 18.96% in September. There you have it, the top 10 high-yield dividend stocks on my watch list for October. The dividend yield got more attractive compared to the prior month, and a few new names have popped into the top 10 list. As I mentioned earlier, I use this list for ideas, and not as a tool to tell me where to invest my money. The ranking process and return assumptions are quantitative measures, and they are not to be interpreted as precise measures of quality in future returns. The top 10 stocks from September had a pretty sour month, losing 11.4%, which set a new all-time worst record for this watch list. Previously, the worst single month loss was 10.24% in June of this year. VYM, Vanguard's high-yield dividend fund, lost 7.89% in September, and SPY fell 9.24%. Both benchmarks performed better than my watch was, but I'm more interested in the long-term results, and not so much in single-month losses. Year-to-date, the watch is down 18.68%, which is worse than VYM that is down 13.51%, but better than SPY that is down 23.92%. Since inception, the watch has an annualized rate of return of 9.79%, that for the very first time drops below my 12% target. I'm still very confident the watch will offer a 12% plus rate of return in the long run, and I am not concerned with the short-term results. To better measure the results of this watches, I have been tracking two buy and hold portfolios. One started in January of 2021 and the other in 2022. These portfolios invest an equal amount of money into each of the top 10 stocks each month. The positions are never sold and dividends are reinvested into the issuing stock. The 2021 buy and hold portfolio had a return of minus 8.56% in September and has an annualized rate of return of 7.74% since inception. Compared to VYM, the portfolio is generating 2.6% of alpha and 8.91% of alpha over SPY. Given all of the turnover on the watches since January of 2021, there are 45 unique stocks in this portfolio as of month and September. I'm not advocating this as a useful strategy to follow. I merely present these results to show you that a long-term buy and hold portfolio is a good strategy to follow. Invest in potentially undervalued stocks and patiently wait for the returns to reward you in the long run. I believe that a few years down the road, many of the investments we make at today's discounted valuations will yield fruitful results. There's no guarantee in investing, so we need to have conviction in our investments and weigh the opportunity cost of investing in other strategies. The 2022 buy and hold portfolio is struggling a little bit more than the 2021 portfolio. In September, the 2022 portfolio lost 10.32% and it is down 17.79% year to date. After September, this portfolio trails VYM by 4.28% but continues to beat SPY by 6.13%. I believe in the long run the portfolio will catch up to VYM and even surpass the fund and generate alpha. I don't know how long that will take. It could be a few months or maybe a few years. I share this watch list with you to show you the process I use to screen for quality dividend stocks each month with the intention that it will help you improve your process.